Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, where we share our opinions on hot topics relating to personal development, work, mindset, and expectations put on women. We also sometimes interview your favorite women influencers, founders, and corporate baddies and get the raw, uncut stories behind what they had to endure and grow through to become the version of themselves that we admire today. I'm your host, Donnie. And I'm Gabby. Now let's Let's get get wealthy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode. I'm super excited for this conversation that we're going to have today. I think it's going to be a good one. Our cocktail hour. Yes, this is going to be fun. So the last episode that you saw, that was very unconventional. That is not how we're normally <laughs> going to do our episodes. Okay, we do have a structure that we want to stick to. Um, and we have really fun segments that we've planned for you guys. So sometimes we will be doing interviews and then sometimes it'll just be us. But either way, we do have segments that we are going to bring to you. Um, outside of the main topic okay last time we just went straight into the topic but and it'll still be very organic just yes it's gonna be time conscious instead of just (laughs) babbling on and really getting into it we'll have to like that's all for today folks exactly so first thing first or first things first i want to remind you guys to please 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 leave a review okay and subscribe also share with your friends if you think like hey this is interesting like they touched on some good stuff or i think you'd enjoy this too or even if you don't think they'd enjoy it still share it with them yeah still share it just be (laughs) annoying um (laughs) share it in the group chat (laughs) share it on your story um share it with your mom like whoever you think would benefit from it all right so the first thing that we want to do is we want to provide a resource of the week okay we're going to do this every week where we give you a resource that's going to be helpful to you and your growth and or just make you happy i don't know and this is a good one that you need even if you don't think you need it i think we all need this resource in our lives and it just makes you think about life differently in each relationship individually of how you can reconfigure it and make sure that it's beneficial not only to you, but also on their end. And yeah, equally. I'm trying to say all that without giving out what the resource is. <laughs> Just say it. What type of resource it is? So it's a book. Yes. And it's called Setting Boundaries, Finding Peace or Find Peace. Yeah, Set Boundaries and Find Peace. Um, it's written by a black woman. Shout out to her. And she's a therapist. And so mm-hmm. she lays out a whole roadmap and a whole guideline for how to set boundaries effectively and what to do when people are running over your boundaries and why boundaries are important and all these wonderful things. And she gives real life scenarios of clients that she's talked to and ways that they could in- implement boundaries in their lives. And so that way mm-hmm. it helps you like relate it to something that you may be going through. You may not be like the first client that she mentions, but you may be like the second or there's just different ways. Yeah. And she breaks it down, um, the importance of boundaries, what types of boundaries there are, um, how people react to boundaries and yes. what it says, not only about you, but about them and how they see you and how they feel about themselves. So, yeah, I will say when I first listened to the first two, well, I've only listened to the first three chapters, but the first two chapters, <laughs> when I listened to those first two chapters, I felt like she was reading me. Um, she was reading me for filth and 
I was like, wow, um, I feel attacked. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to this anymore. Right, over. Right. No, but it was, it's really great. Um, so both of us are reading it right now. I'm listening to the audio version. Are you I'm reading? reading it? Yeah, I like she's to have, reading it. I like to touch, like to touch, yeah. physically touch the book. I always think of like the audio, like maybe like in high school, I probably would have thought it was easier because I wasn't a reader, but now yeah. I'm like more of a reader. Yeah. But I also like to hear it from my own perspective versus hearing mm. someone else's voice because okay. I feel like their voice may be like, eh. Uh-uh, no, she didn't. But I don't know what the voice is on the... I've actually never It's even, her voice. I've never even listened to an audiobook, so I don't, I don't know how it comes out. So she's just making up all I'm these just assumptions. creating these thoughts of like, that's not for me. But I really do like having the physical book in my hand and underlining and highlighting and taking my notes and mm-hmm. taking my picture and saving it of like, oh yeah, this is a good one. I need to... Yeah, yeah. no, I feel you on that. Um, for me, I just like audio because... I can do stuff while I'm listening. And when I mm. hear a voice, I don't know why I retain information better like that. I don't know. I'm just because I like teaching. So I, when I hear somebody teaching to me, I really pay attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, if either way, you can get the book, you can get the audio version. Get but, both. <laughs> yeah, get both. But we are going to do an episode talking. Bless you. Wow. Excuse me. Um, we're going to do an episode talking about boundaries. It'll probably be the next episode, right? Yeah, and how like we're implementing them or just not even have to get that detailed because I don't, I don't know if I want to say all that. But oh. it could just be like how it how it sparked like thoughts in our heads and different yeah. like relationships or ways in our life of how we set boundaries with ourselves, not even mm-hmm. with people just like doing things. and Yeah, because there's so many types of boundaries you can set. And so, yeah. You don't want to share? <laughs> well, I possibly, I just don't want to like go into it all right now because. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I thought she was saying like, y'all ain't going. I don't mm-hmm. know. Cause I'm only on chapter two. And so I may be on chapter like five, hopefully by the next time. So. Oh, you might be like, that's too much. I'm I might share. I'll probably share some, but probably yeah. not all of it depending on. Okay. That's what fair. It is. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be sharing somewhat. Um, but yeah, just be prepared, you guys. It's going to be a good conversation. That book is so good. If you've read it already, definitely let us know what you think of it. Okay. Now on to, this is a fun segment. No, we're going to do cocktail hour. (laughs) Yeah. What? Go. Oh, you ready? Are you ready for cocktail hour? I think so. Are you sure? I have no other choice. I'm here now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we're going to do a really cute segment called Cocktail Hour. Gabby came up with this. So allegedly, um, Gabby's really transparent online, but allegedly I'm not. Okay. (laughs) Not allegedly. I'm not. I'm not transparent (laughs) online. Um, So um, apparently the people have questions and things that they've been wondering. So what we're going to do is we are going to each week answer one of you guys' questions about us, okay? You can ask us whatever you want, anything you want. And in order to ask these questions, there I'm going to put on the screen um, a... And if you're listening to the audio version of this, just check the description of this episode and there will be an email and a phone number. The phone number you can text your question to and then the email you can just email us your question, okay? And we're going to pick, maybe maybe we'll I pick would probably a probably do more than one, just depending on how in-depth we'll have to go with this specific question. Yes, yes. In the future, we'll do more than one. But today, we're going to do one each, okay? 
So for this episode, because we haven't launched the podcast yet, okay, as we're recording this. so <laughs> No one even knows. No one even knows. <laughs> so we decided to come up with a question for each other, okay? So do you want me to go first? I'm going to go first for you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm scared. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, though, hold on. We got to talk about what we're drinking. That's why it's called Cocktail Hour, because it's like we're like chatting like girlfriends over a glass of something, over a cocktail. Rancho La Gloria, handcrafted, ready to drink, peach margarita, wine cocktail. That's what we're drinking. 100% de agave wine. Real lime juice, natural flavors, a perfectly balanced, ready to drink margarita wine cocktail. Just add ice and enjoy. Not 13. her doing this like it's a sponsorship. It's not even sponsored. It's commercial. But if you are an alcohol brand and you would like to sponsor us, please email us, okay, at the Wealthy Woman Podcast. We are happy to take sponsors. Sponsors will not get declined. Well, well. Sponsors are welcomed here. We welcome. They're welcome. Sponsors, whether. As long as it's good, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we are looking for alcohol sponsors, so um, and other sponsors too, you know. But that's what we're drinking. What, how would you rate this drink? You definitely feel it hit, like because mm-hmm. I remember you were like, "Have you ever had this?" And I was like, "I think so." I don't know. I probably would have added tequila, and then yeah, when you sip it, sip drink. Um, you like feel it hit you, not like in a bad way, not to where it's like nasty. But you know, like when you're drinking alcohol and you're like, oh, they barely put anything. I don't even taste no alcohol. Mm-hmm. You can taste it. You can taste it. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, there's alcohol in here. Mm-hmm. But it tastes good. Yeah, it's not bad. The more I drink it, at first it kind of tastes like um, like a fake sweetener. Um, like I was like, did I buy sugar-free? Sugar-free <laughs> 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 snow cone. <laughs> right. I'm like, um, but no, it's not bad, actually. It's peach flavored, like she said. So I like it. It's not my favorite drink, um, but I'm not a bartender. So we're going to get creative and like actually start mixing drinks. But today I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stress myself out because I only drink Amaretto Sours. And so- <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I think that was probably like one of the first mixed drinks I drank just because really? I knew it tasted good. Mm-hmm. It, it tastes great. Green and they would put the cherry. No, an Amaretto Sour. You're thinking of a, um, oh, gosh, what is it called? It, the one you're but talking you about is a sour. Amar- you make it with the, the same alcohol. Do you? I'm pretty sure. I know what you're talking about. I don't about, even though. know what kind of alcohol I'm My mom sour. likes those. The ones you're talking about. Um, but yeah, you're talking about the one, the green one. It's like a green apple flavor, right? Um, it tasted good. <laughs> no, the one I'm talking about is brown. So you just add like like cherry, lemon, like it's just regular wow. stuff. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy. But it's smooth. Okay, it's smooth. It's sweet. But amaretto it gets is the that job a gin? done. No, it's a brown liquor. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I know what you're talking about. It's called something sour, but like um, I can't remember the first word in it. But it does have sour in the name. But it's not the same drink. Yeah, now I drink tequila. <laughs> you do Casamigos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> I really do any tequila as long as it's Blanco. Oh, okay. She knows her tequilas. Well, Clearly. Blanco. I don't. I just there's drink amaretos. Only, there's only like two types of tequila. Oh, really? See? Well, there's like the Clearly. agave. There's agave, and then there's Blanco, and mm-hmm. then there's uh, Reposado, which is the brown. Oh. I'm, I need to take a class because I don't... 
I swear to you, I do not know much about alcohol. I'm not a big drinker. Well, I'm not a big drinker either. Like, I'll socially go out and drink. Like, yeah. I'll have alcohol at home. But if I'm mm-hmm. just going to sit at home and drink it, no. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, randomly. I'll yeah. be like, oh, let me make me a drink. Yeah. But the bad part is we don't drink anything other than water at home. So hopefully right. we have, like, maybe orange juice, which we usually don't have. So, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I had, um, last year I had a party. and it was like in august and there was alcohol left over literally like a week or two ago that alcohol is just finished because it was (laughs) it was just left over in my cup but it's because people come over and they'll drink it i just keep it for people like when they come over i had whiskey i had um tequila i had all kinds of things i had rum and i never touch it it's just for people when they come over Hmm. so yeah okay well good to know all right but yeah if you guys want to try this, I would rate it maybe a strong six out of ten. <laughs> I mean, I would like sit at home and probably sip this if I had it. I yeah. wouldn't like go out of my way to go buy it. Yes, I could. I should have got Stella. Okay, but not like it's bad. Yeah, and then I drink Stella. I'm I'm a big, not a big wine drinker because I'm childish when it comes to wine because I mm-hmm. like it to taste sweet. Yeah, me too. And so yeah, that's why I buy Stella. I, I love wine, but it's still good. And it, don't be a hater. If you are a true wine person, don't be a hater. I know how to order my wine. But Stella hits, okay? Mm-hmm. You know you like Stella. We all like Stella. I'll try the strong stuff, but it's probably just going to mainly sit there. Right. <laughs> the strong stuff. The real, the real good stuff. The real stuff, wine, yeah. Say. Okay. So anyways, back to your question. What is your my question for me? My question for you I'm <laughs> I don't know why I'm nervous. <laughs> what is your... Biggest pet peeve about people and how have you handled it possibly in the past and how mm-hmm. would you handle it now since I know like you've started to experience more things and have had more first and feel like you're <laughs> you're growing more into yourself and an adult and yeah. everything. So that's a great question. Okay. Um biggest pet peeve. Hmm. Okay, I have a lot of pet peeves. So, well, you can name like a few. Okay, one is people wasting my time. Uh, <laughs> another is people not communicating well. Um, that really like runs me up a wall when I'm talking to someone, and they're like, they're like giving me very short answers. They're not. I'm just like, why are we even talking then? What are, What are we talking about? Express yourself. Right. Explain what you need to explain. Talk. But are you also a good expresser? Yes. Oh, I'm a talker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If I'm not expressing, that means I'm either observing you or I don't care about this conversation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if you ever ask Donnie a question and she's just mute. She's yeah, if I'm, if I'm being she's coy. She's either paying attention or she's just like, I don't know why they're still talking. Right. Now, if I'm like, um, like I'll say romantically, I can be a little more reserved initially. And I'm just like, you know, playing it coy or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Why is that funny? You talked about me not texting that guy back. And now here I know. you are talking about, I play it coy, but okay, yeah, in but conver- you should have in, in a like <laughs> verbal conversation. Okay. Like not, not through text. Um, but if I'm talking to that person, I'm just going to be like, cause I want to hear you talk. You're going to be taking it all in. Yeah. I want to hear you talk. You talk. Why should I, why, why does this deserve my time and energy? Right. 
Um, but yeah, so anyways, back to this question. Communication, big pet peeve, um, or bad communication anyway. Um, I think I think that's probably my biggest one. Um, Wasting your time and bad communication. Yeah. I think mm, there's probably others, though. Have I'm you, sure there's others. Have you gotten better at addressing people when they have those things? Or are you still the same of like, I, I mean, I don't know how you are when people do it. You yeah, you so listen. I'm a very forward person, very blunt. If I'm not being blunt with you it or forward, it's mm. because... There's a problem. Um, I'll say, okay, because with my family, I can be a little like like not say everything sometimes uh, but I think it's just because I don't feel comfortable I don't and I know that sounds insane because it's like my but like family. what type of thing well that's what I mean like typically in most in most situations I'm very forward very blunt whatever um, but like with them if I need to like speak up about something I can be like hesitant what is a scenario that you could <laughs> like that you know that like you wouldn't say what you really want to say Okay, I'll say, oh, God, he's going to be so mad. So my dad. <laughs> hey, dad. <laughs> my dad can be kind of um, sensitive about me and my sister. So a lot of times I just want to be like, look, sir. <laughs> what do you mean by sensitive? Like what? <laughs> like, like what is the scenario? Like how you said he's too sensitive. Like, not, like, sensitive <laughs> about, like, someone breaking your heart or sensitive no. about... No, like, it's just about him. Things or, it's about like, him. It'll be like, it'll be like... It'll be like he wanted us to give him a hug when we walked in, and we didn't give him a hug. And so me, I want oh. to be like, sir, are we serious right now? So what does he... Does he say something but or instead, he act a certain way? He'll act a certain way, and then he'll tell my mom. Oh, but he won't tell you. No. And then he, well, sometimes he will. But Why just, didn't he just say, give me a hug? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, because I can say I'm not, I'm not an affectionate person. So, like, I don't walk into my mom's house and hug her either. You but hear we, this, Dad? Do you hear we this? Do you hear with, this? We weren't raised with affection in our household. Like, it may right. sound bad, but, like, I mean, we all knew we loved each other and yeah. everything. <laughs> we all know that we love each other and everything, but, like, mm -hmm. We're just not affectionate. Like, we don't hug each other. We don't say, yeah. I love you. Mm -hmm. But we know that, like, of course you yeah. love them. Like, how could you? Like, we'll see. You okay, so them? I think the problem here is that my family is affectionate. Okay? Um, um, but I... You're not. I am affectionate. <laughs> but are you? Because you just said to go and give your dad a hug. Okay. I don't... Uh, how do I explain this? I need to talk about it to my therapist. But... <laughs> but I'm How very, I am very physically <laughs> affectionate with um, people I'm in a relationship with, but with in person or just at home, like out in public or just at home, in like public too. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so with my parents though, um, I think this happened over time though, because when I was younger and little, I do remember being more physically affectionate and just like offering up hugs or whatever. But as I got older, I kind of withdrew a bit. Mm. And so I think that really bothers him because, like, I don't, like, just walk in and be like, oh, hi, Dad, and, you know. But do you know why you withdrew? Yes. Like, oh, okay. Yes. We, we won't talk about it on this that, episode. No, that's a lot. Not on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we may go into therapy session. Yes. In another episode. In another episode. <laughs> no. Um, 
But yes, I do. Excuse me. Now I'm burping from this drink. Uh, <laughs> I do know why I got like that. But I just want him to stop taking it personal because he's I think he takes it as like, oh, you act like I did something to you. I know you didn't do anything to me, but at the same time, I need you to understand where I'm at. <laughs> so, and my sister does it, too, though. That's the thing. So, like, he gets sad that she doesn't she's not that way as well. So I'm like, OK, now what? Like, we both are like this. So now why are we acting as if it's just uh, a Donnie issue or whatever? No, we both act like this. You know, both of your children yeah. act like this. So, so. it's not just... It's, it's yeah, like, this is how we are. <laughs> there may be a you problem. There may be a reason why we don't. <laughs> Anyways, no, we're not doing this. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> no, anyway. That's okay. We're Got not doing it. this. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I don't know, like with my family and stuff, I'm like less forward and I kind of like am very careful about the way I say things. So you're things. not just going to be like, dad, why don't you just tell me that? Why'd you yeah, because then he will like, he'll like shut down and like it'll be a whole thing. Um, and it'll be every, every time, no matter what the scenario is, it'll be like a me problem. It'll be like, wow, how dare you? Um, I was going to say something, but I don't know. <laughs> Were we going to ask a question? No. Oh. I was going to make a comment. Oh, about your family? <laughs> Somewhat, but not, I was going to just, okay. I just, I don't know your dad, so I don't want him to not like me, but. He's probably not even listening to this, honestly. He's probably not. I just feel like it's a victim mentality. Glad you said it. So, <laughs> when I've experienced myself with who yeah. probably my father, so. So, if you know anything about the Enneagram, he's an Enneagram 6. He probably don't even know this, so whatever, but he's I'm an Enneagram nine. You're nine? Okay. I'm a three. Wow, my sister's a nine. Oh, that makes sense, though. You're the youngest child, though. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he's a six. Um, and so a lot of times with sixes, they feel like if they, like, do certain things and they should get a certain result back from people or whatever. And then if you're not reciprocating the way that they feel like you're supposed to reciprocate whatever it is to them – then it's like a very woe was me type of mentality. Like, oh, I just don't get the love and the support and attention mm. and da, 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 you know. And it's like, that's not even what's happening. Mm. So I understand. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what's happening at all. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, he very much has like certain expectations um, in his head of like what the relationship's supposed to look like. And it's not, and that's the thing, it's not like the stuff that matters. It'll be like, like I said, like you don't hug me. <laughs> It's not like the stuff that really matters in a daughter father relationship. So anyways, um, yeah. So with my family, like with him, even my mom, um, she can take it like kind of personal, you know, so depending on how I say it, because I can be a little harsh with the way I say things. And it's not me being harsh. I just don't. I just don't. You're very straightforward. Yes. And so I need to be very considerate about the way I deliver my message. Um so, yeah, so that's what I've worked on really hard over the past year with having a team and being in a relationship and having a business partner. And um, one of the biggest things that's helped me, though, is knowing people's Enneagram because it tells me how they can take criticism as mm -hmm. well, you know? So, like, if I'm talking to a two, I better sandwich that with a lot of compliments. I don't even <laughs> know the difference between all the numbers. I feel like I need to study, though. I well, okay. Nine. I didn't know either until I went and um, I joined this program that's supposed to help me with learning how to run a team. 
And so that was, they had a woman come in that taught about the Enneagram. And, oh, went in depth on like the difference of working with yep. the two versus a four. And exactly. A, gotcha. And so I learned my whole team and I started learning everybody else in my life. And so, yeah, it, it really does help though with lo- learning how to like deliver criticism or how to assign certain things to people or just to know like what people's capacity is and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I really try to tailor the way I say things to people or communicate certain things based on the type of person they are. <laughs> and then also, too, for me, I've created a lot of boundaries around the way that I communicate. So most people know that I typically, if if I began answering the phone for you before 9, I mean, for, before 10, really, I'm going to change it to 9, though. Because I've, I've realized oh, it's not going to work. I that was your time. Yes. From a birdie. <laughs> yes. If I start <laughs> answering you before 10, that means that you're important to me. Okay? <laughs> but typically, especially if it's work-related, if it is work-related, you will not be hearing from me until 10. So I have certain boundaries around oh, wow. the way people are supposed to communicate with me as well. Um, and people know, like, I've just trained people to know, like, okay, if you have a question for Donnie, get to the point. Don't hit me with, like we said before, like, don't say, how are you doing and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have mine pretty much set. Like if someone hits me up, I'm not responding at least till 8 a.m. If you text me at 10 Mm p.m. or if you text me at 6 a.m., like, yeah, maybe your morning, but and I may be awake, but at I'm like, this right, is my personal matter. time, and so right. 8 a.m. is what I tell myself. So I'm like, exactly. I don't know why this person would text me about a house at 6 a.m. in the morning. Like, right. I really do appreciate you, and I would love to help you with this house. Yeah. But at 6 a.m.? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not even going to text someone that, like, I pay to do services for me that exactly. early. Because it's just too early. It's just inappropriate. It's just like it to me, if you text me super early in the morning, that's the equivalent of texting me super late at night. Like it just if I don't know you like that, why are we like unless we're just having a conversation, but like it's work related and you're just like texting me, you know, about something like, yeah, that could have waited till after 8 a.m. It can wait a more reasonable hour. Exactly. Yeah. So I train people. So whether it be um, literally through me having a conversation with them and I say, hey, Whenever you need such and such from me, just go on and say this or whenever, you know, so like or I'll say (laughs) um, I'll explain to people why I'm asking or getting frustrated in a conversation. So like because even with Jasmine, she'll see me get frustrated a lot and I keep asking questions and I'll be like, look, (laughs) I'll be like, Jasmine, the reason I'm asking this question is because I'm trying to get you to communicate X, Y and Z. And if you can just communicate that, then we can move on to the real question you had. But I don't have the proper context. <laughs> are you a Sagittarius? No, are you? I'm a Capricorn. Oh. My wow. birthday my birthday is right there on the cusp, though. It's the 23rd of December. Yeah, so I have I'm the tendencies. Oh, okay. So we border. Yes. But yeah, so uh, I was like, and I'm an Aquarius moon. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I do. I train people on how to talk to me, and that helps me tremendously, and it cuts down on my stress and frustration. <laughs> I could take note of that. I could do that. Yes. Tra- train people how to communicate with you. And how okay? to treat you. Exactly. Okay, your question. You ready? Okay. So let's imagine we go back to um, 
Have you okay? Wait, have you seen that new movie? Um, everything, everywhere, all at once, or whatever it's called. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, so in the movie, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't like spoilers, well, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm just gonna give you the plot. Is it at the movies or is it? Yeah, it's at the movies right now. I just went and saw it a few days ago. Oh, I haven't gone to the movies since like December. Girl, me either. But I did the (laughs) other day, and I was like, wow, because I was having. Yeah, I was having anxiety, so I just need to do something oh. to, like, not think about my life. And so I went to the movies by myself. <laughs> Is that sad? No, that's an exciting thing. That's yeah. a, I think that's a that's a big, like, huge stepping stone because a lot of people can't go out to eat by themselves. They can't go to the yeah. movies by themselves. So, like, I used to be someone that couldn't go out to eat by themselves. Oh, and really? then I know this person that, like, will go do a bunch of things by himself. And so I'm yeah. just like, okay, let me try it. And so, like, yeah. I would go out to eat by myself, and then people, like, text me, like, what are you doing? And I'm, like, out to eat. And they'd be like, what's who? And I'm like, by myself. Yeah. They're like, you're eating by yourself? I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm at Breadwinners for brunch yes. alone. Yes. And I'm here enjoying my that. own food, sitting here relaxed. I honestly didn't see anything wrong with that until people started saying something about it. Because, yeah, I used to do that all the time, like, go out to eat by myself. I don't know why I stopped, but I was like, "Why aren't yeah. you comfortable going to eat by yourself?" Right? What's the problem? <laughs> I just used to always feel awkward of like, because mm. people aren't comfortable with their but own company. That's the problem. Now I can like, I'll just go out to eat by myself. I mean, yeah. I'd rather eat at home, but yeah. if I'm like in the mood and I'm like, eh, I'd rather go to brunch. Like, yeah, do you know how easy it is to get a table for one. Easy, easy. Like breadwinners will have like a wait of like an hour and a half, and they're like, "It's just you," and I'm like, "Yeah,", yeah. and they're like, "Okay, wait ten minutes." Yeah, or you can get at the bar or something like that. Yeah, very easy. So easy, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I love it. Okay, back to your question. So (laughs) with this movie, (laughs) yeah, so with this movie, okay, in the movie, um, it deals heavily about different dimensions and different timelines, okay? So the woman, the main character, she's having to go through different dimensions and see different versions of her life and how they played out. Hmm. So, like, basically every single dimension, it shows all these little, like, basically every little decision you make, it impacts your life and the trajectory of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So it shows how every little decision she made in each one changed everything, okay? So I thought it was very interesting because (laughs) she realizes... Are you going to, you're probably not going to watch this movie. So at a certain point, she realized. comes to my television at home. (laughs) At a certain point, she realizes she's in the worst possible timeline. (laughs) Like in her current state of life? In her current state of life, yeah. She realizes she is in the worst possible timeline, and she did not at all reach any of her potential. Not, let alone full potential. She did not capitalize on any of her potential. And so she's very miserable and and she does not enjoy her time and the dimension she's currently in. So as she's going through the timelines, she becomes she's like, oh, my gosh, my life would have been so amazing if I had just done this or I haven't didn't get with my husband or, you know, she's just seeing all this. Yeah. Um, So anyways, I say all that to say (laughs) with you, if we go back in time, because for her specifically, they kept going back in time. I would say she was probably around 1819. And I remember you saying 1819. That's when your life changed. Um, and at that time, she decided to move with her husband to the U.S. And they came here. They had a really rough life. They owned a laundromat. And that was it. <laughs> and so it wasn't very fun. Um, and she hates it. And she feels like her husband is incompetent. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so... <laughs> so 
let's imagine you go back to that age. You could have chosen to do anything in the world and pursue anything. What would you have pursued? Like, what would you have wanted to become if you were not who you are now? Well, I'm just trying to figure out. (laughs) No, not just pregnant. If you just weren't, if you just weren't who you are right now. Well, yeah. and, And maybe this is before you even got pregnant. Like, let's just say you, you go back and you just like, what would have been the ideal life for you? So I, if it's not this one, you so can't be like, I love my life. I mean, I do love my life, but yeah. ideally, like if I didn't get pregnant, my plan was I wanted to study abroad. Like oh. that's what I wanted to do. What like, were you going to study? Well, I was a communications and advertising. So I was an advertising oh, major okay. with a minor in marketing. Okay. So yeah, that's what I graduated with. And I always just wanted to study abroad, like just to yeah. travel the world. Yeah. So I wanted to do that at the expense of like learning and having Mm -hmm. the chance to do that in another country. Got it. So like, that's what I wanted to do. Wow. But I I never did that. So what would you have pursued career wise? So I would get like offers for like free internships. Mm -hmm. And I did one here. It was for like a film, the Dallas film or something. Yeah. And we were literally stuffing envelopes. But my ideal, like, dream, my favorite movie was 13 Going on 30. Oh. So that was, like, that was, like, what I went to school for. Yeah. She seemed like she had a great life. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff that happened. But Mm -hmm. I also had, like, growing up, I had, the back of my bedroom door was a collage. Really? So I would cut out stuff from magazines that I Mm -hmm. liked, and my back bedroom door was covered. Like in a collage. Wow. Even if it was just like a guy that I thought was cute. Like I would that is, That's adorable. So it was kind of like a vision board, I guess you could say, on the yeah. back of my bedroom door of a collage. Yeah. But that's just like I saw my life being like 13 going on 30. Aww. Of working for a magazine, having fun, doing advertising. I did Living too, in a though. big city, going to L.A. or yeah. New York. And that's did we all have the same dream? <laughs> That was mine, too. That's why I wanted to go to fashion school, because I was like, I'm going to work at a fashion magazine. And you know what I think probably had a big impact on fashion school for you and probably me and like a lot of people, even though I didn't go to fashion school? Yeah. Is, dang, what's that show? No, were you going to say uh, The Hills? Yes. Yeah. Because she went to Fitum, so everyone yeah. knew what Fitum was. And I was like, and everyone wanted to work at magazine. I want to go to Fitum. But before then, I had seen 13, 1, and 30, and I was like, yeah, yeah. that's what I want to do. Like, that's the life I want to have. Yeah. So, like, for me, that's what, like, I envisioned of, like, living in a big city, but also, like, exploring yeah. different countries and living freely. And, yeah. And, yeah, it's definitely not what I did. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't regret goodness. it because I feel like it pivoted me to another place in life where I really needed to be yeah because the friends that I had in college Mm -hmm. like they were wild like we Mm. went to parties from Wednesday to Sunday and yeah I may have still been like innocent compared Mm -hmm. to them but like if I would have kept doing like living that life Mm -hmm. and continued hanging with them yeah I don't know where I would be today like yeah I mean some of them like I know where they're at now but like Mm -hmm. that's still not my life Right, right. My life completely changed. Like, going out Wednesday through Sunday is, like, not me. Like, doing the things that we were doing was, like, not the life for me. And I think, like, getting pregnant was, like, what I needed. Even though as crazy and as hectic and as emotional and Mm -hmm. unexpected as it was, it was, like, that was 
that was the plan God had for my life. So it was like, I just had to accept it as it was. Mm -hmm. And even though it was like very, very hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was worth it. And I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for that. Oh, I love that. Okay. See, well, maybe she's in the best timeline. (laughs) That's why I'm glad where I am. Even though I I feel like there's still more that I can do in life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but you have a long life to live still, so. I do, but then I also feel like, why am I not doing it now? Like, yeah. becoming a realtor and actually taking the test. Like, I did it because I was on a date with a guy, and he was just like, well, why haven't you done it? And I was like, because I don't want to oh. fail. Like, and he goes, mm-hmm. well, why? Don't, like, but why? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? He's right. Like, why haven't I just taken yeah. the real estate exam? Like, what do I have to lose? I love this. Okay, wait. I'm going to use that to segue into the next topic. It's not quite what we were planning to talk about, <laughs> but I actually love this topic. Okay. So, because you said that, and that, like, changed your whole trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. Like, him just saying that one thing. So, I always talk about how whoever you decide to get in a relationship with, is so not even in a full relationship just who you decide to spend your time with okay it's so important so important so impactful and the last two people that i decided to spend my time with um on a serious level i will say that they have contributed tremendously to me even seeing that where i could be is possible or Mm. in me getting here honestly um no, it wasn't a thing of like them like going Making out of their feel way. bad or saying like doing everything for you. Right. Exactly. They weren't doing everything for me or making me feel like I'm stupid for not doing certain things. But by me being around them, I saw what was possible for me. And I think it's so important. Okay, so what we were really gonna talk about was <laughs> we were gonna talk about how um a lot of times with there's like this whole conversation about high value men and high value women and Mm -hmm. getting things from men and how to do all of this stuff or whatever. Right. Because men are raggedy. And so they are like, let's be honest. Um, (gasps) Even I was talking to my grandfather this past weekend and he was even saying, he was like, "Um, yeah, the only reason everything is the way it is, is, is because women put up with like, it's literally because of what we put up with. Well, like, I've had a guy tell me, like, women run the world. Like, yeah. literally, like, we control what they do. Yeah. And so because we allow them to be, they are raggedy. Because we allow them. No, literally. And, and because, I'll say this, with men, how do I say this without getting too personal? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to get phone calls after this episode. So with men, nine times out of ten, they are quick to say, um, well, no, I won't say all men. That's not true. Certain men that I've come across, um, if they think they are really, like, high, I'll say high-value men, okay? High-value men, okay? High because the ones that are not high-value, they, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm trash, you know? Like, a lot of times they'll say it to you, like, yeah, I'm, I'm raggedy. I, I've done some stuff, right? But high-value men, a lot of times, these men will think that they are the prize. Okay? So, <laughs> I don't feel like all of high-value men feel that way. No, but some of them do. Um, to a certain degree. Like, they just feel like, I, like, how dare you do any of the things you're doing? You're that lucky I, you're that even I, talking to me. Right, you're lucky that you're even talking to me. 
Um, and so, but a lot of times they have that because of that energy, they do not take accountability for what they do or they don't take time to work on themselves in between relationships. And the reason they don't is because it's not going to stop them from getting another woman. I have a question. Okay. What? Were both of these men the same ethnicity? Yes. That's the thing. Oh, it is? So I need to date white men. <laughs> no, but they weren't just black men. Okay. That's what I'm saying. What Were do you they mean? they both African. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so not to like diss African men because. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I think, you know, they're gorgeous. Okay, they're bye, guys. <laughs> That's what I meant by where they both like oh. true down to the same ethnicity, not of just yeah a black man. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'm done. I'm done, guys. I'm done. I with think it. I'm done ethnic, with African. Men. I think ethnic people are raised differently too. Yes, absolutely. so not just African men, mm-hmm. but ethnic men in general. Okay, because okay. I feel like they're praised a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The parents praise them as yeah. being like. You're the son of the family. Like, Mm -hmm. you're worthy. You deserve this. You deserve that. This is what you're set to do. Don't do anything less. So I think that's what it is. Not just for African, but like Hispanic men, too. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So like. The men are normally like the sons are normally like, oh, my gosh, you're you're the king of everything. Yeah. And then my daughter, I'm just glad if she marries someone great. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. You're right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I was sitting here like, okay, these men, they just, no. they don't, be, because this was my thought process, which I do think this is true to a certain degree. Men will only work on the stuff that is preventing them from getting the life or the things that they want. Mm. So with their finances, they will improve their finances if it's not getting them the women they want, if it's not getting them the, the tangible things they that they want. want. Yeah, um, they'll improve their attitude if it's preventing them from getting certain things. Men will adapt. Um, and I know this to be true because I've talked to ugly men. So if you and, cut them off and tell them this is what I need and they uh-huh. really want you, they'll do what they got to do. They'll do what they have to do. Um, but ugly men that I've talked to, they always Shut say. Ugly man. <laughs> they do. They always have great personalities, but it's because that's the only thing that they can have Get working it. for themselves. So they worked really hard to be good at conversation, to be funny, to be, you know what I mean? Because that's the asset that they have to their advantage. They may have naturally been born with it too, but no, no. <laughs> cute men. That's why it's so boring to talk to them because they don't, people are going to talk to them regardless. They don't, they don't have to be good at carrying a conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> now be honest, y'all. If you're watching this podcast and you have talked, to a cute versus ugly man a cute versus ugly man most on average for me most of the cute men that i have talked to Mm, something was missing something wasn't there like (laughs) the the people the men that were average or just not cute a great time (laughs) a great time (laughs) see no so i was gonna say like I know a cute man that like. Am I getting tipsy off of this? (laughs) So I know like a cute man that will like randomly text me, but it's just like this. Like this isn't what I need in my like. I've evolved from this, so don't text me. Yeah, like because they come at you with a certain energy too. Yeah, like don't bring that energy to me. Like I've told you, this Mm -hmm. is not the type of energy that I'm accepting. So don't come at me with this energy. Like I need you to come correct, and I need you to come with like the right type of communication. 
Right. Don't just come thinking that I'm just going to zoom over to you or right. do this or that. Like, that's not what this is. But see, the reason they keep doing that is because they know other women have accepted it. But I'm just like, bro, it's been mm-hmm. years. They years. don't care. And I'm just like so confused. And why are not going to grow up? <laughs> still send across this type of communication. I'm right. Like, I just it's stupid. I don't get it because I haven't like reacted to it. So right. They don't get they they're they're going to keep trying. But I said all that to say. <laughs> well, outside of that, outside of all the negative stuff, I just said. But I also have someone that sends me like great text. So then it's like, OK, I don't understand. Like, yeah, why can't everyone else just like communicate this way? Because they're just slow. (laughs) Hello, grow up. Right. Grow up, men. Grow up. Um, (laughs) No, but the other thing I was going to... My hair is just really good. You guys, the reason I have this hat on, I promise next time I'll be cuter. The reason I have this hat on is because my hair, it looks ridiculous. Okay. Sorry, you guys. I don't don't know. I just... We're just not going to talk about how My hair is in a bun because... I just it's look been weird. Cloudy. My face looks swollen. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> just like, why? What is going on? <laughs> Anyways, um, I feel like I look like Amanda Bynes back in whenever she was having her breakdown. Okay, so. <laughs> Comment down below if you feel like I look like Amanda Bynes in 2011. Anyways, anyways, back to the point. The point of me saying that was, uh, I don't even know why I went on the negative tangent, but my point in saying all of that, really bringing this up was, whoever you're with is so impactful. So mm. with yeah, the person I was entertaining um, a couple of years ago, he is the, one, the reason, not the only reason, but one of the biggest influences on why I decided to start teaching because I've always wanted to teach, but when I got around him, because he teaches, um, when I got around him, I was able to see that it was actually tangible and possible to like have the life I want from teaching. Um, and I was like, oh, I got to see it up close. Being in proximity changes everything. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. So being around him, and he would be nice and like show me his dashboard and show me what was going on with his course and all these different things. And... Even though in those little moments, he after that, he hardly did anything, (laughs) barely, barely could respond good um, and text back. But um, (laughs) sorry if you're listening, (laughs) you know who you are (laughs) and you know, it's true. Um, It's okay. We we laugh about it today. He knows he's raggedy. So (laughs) that is raggedy. Well, you picked him. So you picked the raggedy man and accepted I sure him did. And, and that reflects on me. Life, so. Right. At that time, I was a hot mess. I totally, I totally see why he was sitting there in my face. Um, but yeah, so we laugh about it now. But um, anyways, he definitely, like being around him, that changed everything for me. With my previous relationship, like my recent one, he, um, being around him taught me how to be a CEO. Like it really did. Um, he has experience in things that I never had experience in. And he understands. Um, I'll say this from the from the previous one before him. I learned what it means to make fast money, quick money mm. to like change your life quickly. Right. And to up level quickly or to like take massive action and hit a goal. Right. 
from my previous partner, the most recent one, from him, we got to tap into legacy. Like, I was able to think, like, long-term, think from, like, a more comfortable place. But also, too, it was a reflection of the lives that they had both lived as well. One was operating from a place of trying to get out of their situation really quick and, like, transform their life really quick. And then the other, he's, like, come from money, right? Like, he's comfortable. He thinks different. He thinks, like, like visionary, big dreams. Like, I'm, he's very patient as well. And that taught me a lot. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like always in a hurry, like, like, a, like a scarcity mindset, like as if if I don't cease the moment, it's the end, right? Mm. But like with him, it really put me in the position to even think of this, like with Wealthy Woman and everything we're working towards. Like I probably still would be thinking about, okay, what course am I going to sell next? <laughs> if I was, you know what I mean? If it wasn't for him. And he came in right away and he was like, oh, no, you need to go get this money from the bank. You need to go do this. You need to make sure that you're setting this up. You need to stop being the face of your brand because that's detrimental. Like literally like everything that throwing gems at you throwing left, gems, and right. left and right. Yeah. And I was able to do the same for him. But it was just like I, it prepared me for this next season of my life is what I'm trying to say. And so. I take it very serious, whoever I get in contact with now and like whoever I spend my time with, whoever I am entertaining, because it has really changed the trajectory of my life and I cannot play about it anymore. I don't care how cute somebody is. I don't care how fun somebody is. Um, I just can't afford to be around somebody that is not going to impact me positively on that level. Yeah, because you know? somebody's energy is everything, too everything everything if somebody has an energy that's thrown off that messes you up it messes you up even if you were like i'm aligned i'm here i'm doing this this is what i'm going to do especially when you have a relationship with them like that that y'all are like that close right right it's 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 detrimental yeah it's crazy um excuse me but i think for me i just to like flip it i know for me I can be that kind of partner to someone as well. And I am like, I know, I just know even from my friends alone. Like, I know I'm beneficial. No, seriously. <laughs> I am of high value. I'm serious. You can ask anybody that is very close to me and has been very close around me for an extended period of time. When you get around me, something is going to up level. Period. Like, <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Something is going to I up level. I look forward to my future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious because either your thinking is going to change. Well, if your thinking changes and your life changes as well. So mm -hmm. something is going to up level and I'm going to help expand you in some area. Um, but for me, I've noticed that when I'm not loved well, it's a problem. Mm. The opposite happens. And so <laughs> it's oh. a whole situation, right? Um, but I think that says a lot. But I think with men, though, that's what they're supposed to do. Like, and so I, I say all that to say with the, with the whole, um, you know, getting things from high value men and all this stuff. Cause okay. So I, <laughs> I got a book. I haven't read it yet, but I got a book on audible called, called Ho Tactics. And it's basically supposed to break down how to get things from men, how to play the game, how to get things from men. Because they play the game, so why not why not us, right? And 
I totally wholeheartedly agree. But I also think that we need to think like we need to also think in terms of like this, what I just said, you know, I don't want to just get tangible things. I don't want to just get flights. I don't want to just get, you know, I want you to feed my mind, feed my mind. I need to walk away from this being able to improve my life. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Help me mentally and financially elevate, elevate, because if I'm around a high value man, that's just stupid to me that I would walk away. Oh, I have a new bag. Cause that's okay, not going to get you anywhere. That's not going to get I've you anywhere. I've seen people get like bags from different people. Like, yeah. One guy buys this bag and then it's just like another one buys this bag and like neither one are even that person's man. So it's just like, Crazy. what is really happening here? Exactly. What is happening? And it's like, yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, that's great. That's nice. I wish somebody brought me a bag. Right. I, I still to buy me a bag. To this <laughs> day, to this day, I'm not going to lie to you. All of the men I've been with, I wish I got more like physical gifts out of it. <laughs> I truly do. What type of gifts did you get? Oh, I got, um, don't have any evidence of any gifts. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten like a lot of gifts from men either. Um, I haven't been in a relationship in like five years, but I always feel like the time is so much more valuable than the gifts at the end of the day. Yes. But I mean, gifts are also nice. Like I'm not going to yes. down a gift. Like I love a good gift. Like, yes, but this is the thing. So I realized I thought, I thought gifts were not my love language, but I realized they kind of are. But it's the thoughtful gifts. Like, I don't want you to just ball out just to ball out. I want you to be thoughtful. But for me, the reason I feel a way about it, I'm going to be honest with you, the reason I feel a way about it is more so. Because you bought a really good gift for them. It wasn't even just gifts. The things, and mind you, never again. I've learned my lesson. Never again. Never, ever, ever in my life again. I just could cry thinking about it. But the things that I have done (laughs) for the person Versus what I got in return is just actually sad. It's actually sad. Well, I feel like it should also be an equally balanced Thank relationship. You. Thank like you. A give and a take, but not right. feeling like you have to give, but you like want. Like it's something that you want to mm-hmm. do for the person regardless. Right. And that's the thing for me. It's not even like I don't need you to get me a bunch of gifts like that. Just do something that actually makes up for it or, or not and that's the thing i don't want to at least to show like, your appreciation to show your appreciation exactly because i'm like it don't have to be tit for tat where you have to make up for every little thing i do it's not that but just show me your appreciation like come like, home to a homemade dinner thank you do something or like do hey, something thoughtful like it doesn't even have to be a gift like just well earlier we were saying like feeding me is not it's everything not but like if it's to be a nice gesture of like hey i know yes. you had a long day i'm sure you're hungry Let's go eat. Like, you don't even have to cook for me because, to be honest, Do I'm not going to cook. something thoughtful. Just something thoughtful. Something out of the ordinary. Why well, okay? dated someone and every time I came over, I had a gift. And Wow. I mean, not like it was the best relationship ever. No, but that's But I also knew he just had it, so it didn't matter. Like, the gifts. But that might have been his love language. The gifts didn't matter. Like, to me, it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I mean, that's nice. Like, you thought about me, mm-hmm. but it would just be another pair of shoes. Like, every time I came. Oh. They were Jordans. They weren't. And what do you think? I mean, Jordan, Jordan, Jordans aren't easy to was get, this, and they're like... Was this tw- 2007? <laughs> Why is he buying you Jordans all the time? No, because I had Tony in 2011, so it wasn't. It was after my child. Um, it was probably like 2014, 15, because he was into Jordans, and he realized that I like sneakers, too. So okay. anytime he like anytime any pair of Jordans came out, which they come out like weekly, y'all, Um, 
I would I would have a pair of Jordans in every color that they came out in. Um, men, please listen closely. Come close. I sold them all except for one pair. Thank you. That was my point. So, men, if you're listening, um, <laughs> <laughs> I need you guys to learn how to be better gift givers um, or just better lovers in general. So, when you're showing your love for someone. Um, and you're going to do <laughs> give a gift, plan a date. Um, let's think of what the other person would want. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a nice, you know, gesture. Right. But, but it's but just like, like, just because you say, oh, I like Jordans. Right. Just because you say, oh, I like Jordans does not mean you want a new pair every week. Um, just because you say you like orange juice does not mean he needs to have a cup free every time you come in the door. Like, what do you love? That needs to be what he's aiming for is what does she love what makes her smile what makes her happy not just oh we have this in common i know how to get jordans because i get jordans for myself too so i'm gonna get her a pair like bro do that something that takes that he, effort that's not all that he would do but to me it was like i knew like money wasn't an issue for him mm-hmm. like he had money yeah and so i knew like money wasn't an issue so like if you're throwing a pair of shoes or if you're throwing a fancy stay for us or if you're we're going out to eat at all these nice restaurants or the chef's yeah. coming or like you're doing this. You can do this for anybody. Like yeah. that does not make me that feel means special. Nothing. That means nothing. So it was like the gifts didn't like, I feel like maybe that's why I'm like not huge on gifts. I'd rather like mm-hmm. spend time, but I do love a gift. Like I'm not yeah. going to like, I, I like, want, I like gifts. gifts. Yeah. I love gifts. I don't want you to give me a gift card. Yeah. Do not give me a gift. No, and it's simple things. And I'm not like, even a big flower person, but, like, the person that sent me flowers, like, that was a nice gesture. That's super nice. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'd rather for you me, send me an edible arrangement. That was what, to eat, but not an edible <laughs> arrangement. <laughs> but for me, that was always the thing for me. With the person that I was um, with, I, I thought it was just crazy because I'm like, I actually do these things for myself. Like, I will buy myself roses. I will buy... And so it's like, it's very clear the things that I like, but it's like, you don't even take the time to, to like, pay attention to, to pay that. attention and try to do it for me. That was crazy to me. So I'm like, you see me getting white roses every week. Like when you want to, well, clearly you must not want to do something nice for me. <laughs> Maybe he was just like, I don't want to do something like that. Cause she already does it herself. I mean, Why? No, it makes, it makes me smile. Know. You know, it makes me happy. <laughs> Get me flowers. <laughs> Why have I never had flowers? <laughs> Well, not anymore because it's over. But <laughs> right, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just triggered from thinking about this. But no, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not even. That's the interesting thing. I'm I'm not I'm triggered. good. I'm not triggered. I don't even feel a way talking about this. I just get hype. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't feel anger. That's good. Yeah. Shout out to him. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like guys with money that can just do anything because yeah, it's like nothing. It's like oh yeah. Like I had gotten a car ticket. He's like, you want me to pay it? Thinking back now, I'm like, I should let him. Yes, but no, but that ask that man to pay my rent. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, he probably would have. Yes, we need to be more open to accepting help. I don't care how whatever you are. Let that's what these men want to do. They want to do it. And it's not like it's not going to burden them at the end of the day. Then, yeah, maybe say, yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, sure. Because if it's going to burden you, which that $300 running past a, a school bus ticket really did. I'm never going to forget that. $300? Yeah, because they, and you can't fight it because they have you on camera. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, and they send you the picture in the mail? But school buses, like, if you do anything in a school zone, it's a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, that thing just had the stop sign out for, like, ever. I had to get to work. Like, I had to pay the bills. Like, I'm clearly, screaming. I should be just asking. 
No, you should have. That's okay. Yeah. And that's the takeaway because now I feel got after everything. I feel got, you know, like I feel like I should have walked away with a lot more, you know, and you should have too. Okay. I sold all them Jordans. I had a a real nice fancy stay at Zaza. Okay. I mean, there was like nice things, but it always felt like, like, I just felt like it was nothing for him because I mean, it was. And it's not, but it don't matter. Good. It's nothing for you. Hand it on over. Hand it on over here. (laughs) Make my life easier. That's the thing. Men's whole, um, like when they really care about you, they should be wanting to make your life easier as much as possible. The men that are taking, 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 they're not making your life easier. They're adding to your stress. Um, Those are not the men we want to keep around. They're not setting aside a time for you. Uh Uh-huh. Those are not the men we keep around. We keep around men that always... Literally, if if you say, oh, my gosh, my car needs gas. No, you know what? Last thing, and then we're going to wrap up, okay? Um, <laughs> one of Jasmine's friends came over here, okay? And he's been asking about me or whatever, right? This is not the same person that we talked about in the last episode. I don't even know who that person is. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you still don't know. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, this is not the same person that we talked about in the last episode. So this guy comes over, and he was um, – I don't know. He was like supposed to be helping Jasmine with something. Right. And I needed to go and go to my nail appointment. But I was still (laughs) I was still trying to get off the old nail. (laughs) Wait, why didn't you just let them take it off? Long story short, these Dallas girls, they have a lot of rules. okay? and I did not follow the rules. Oh, you were going to a person versus an Mm -hmm. actual salon. Got you. Yeah. And so she has certain rules. Mm -hmm. I did not read the fine print. And so I had to take it off myself. and I was running out of time and I needed to be there. And so he stopped everything he's doing. He's like, wait, do you want me to get you a driver? And I was like, I was like, a driver? I was like, it's, it's okay. Yes, please send an Uber for me, please. That, that I love, I love when a man sends me an Uber. Like if he's like, Listen. do you want to go out? Like come out with me or blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I'll send an Uber. Yes. I'll send you a car. And no, at that moment, I, I knew, that I knew that if he did that, it would have taken too long and I would have been late. So I was like, no, 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 it's fine. So then I'm still getting ready to go. And then he stops again. He's like, wait, do you want me to drive you? I can drive you right now. I can I can stop what I'm doing and drive you. And at that moment. So do I, y'all text? Do y'all like converse now? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. There are other reasons why I would not. Got you. It, it would be a no. But that energy, that's the type of energy I need in my life. And I, as I was walking out the door, I said, Donnie. What? Why in the world would you have said no, girl? You should have let him call you a ride. I should have let him drive me. What is no, because then me? you would have had to be in the car with him. But at least if he would have called, he you, wasn't that bad. He could have called you a car, and then but you I would have been, been getting late. ready. I would have been late though. Oh, if if he called the car, because you know it takes a second. Well, I thought maybe he was getting ready by the time you get you know down and yeah, I might have been there. Maybe four to five minutes. For I was ride. pushing it on time. Okay. <laughs> I was pushing. You just knew they weren't going to drive the way you needed them to drive. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was pushing it. So, and with her, she'll like cancel your appointment if you're past a certain time. So I was like, I'm pushing it. Dang, but yeah, I'm girl. Dedicated to you. Stop. Right? Know, you know, my makeup artist. Right? I'm very bad at time management sometimes. But Does if I need through? her and it's like a last minute of like, yeah. hey, she'll, or I like book someone else. Why yeah. didn't you just text me? You know, I would have moved people for you. Oh, that's you. so nice. She probably would have, but I I always had this thing where I feel like I'm being disrespectful. So I'm just like, oh, let me go, let me go. Um, But yeah, so I was like, I should have received the help. And that was a sign to me that I need to work on that and on receiving help more. 
Um, so yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But yes, that's the energy we need, ladies. <laughs> Send me a car. Drive me. Send me a car. Okay. All right. So to close things out. <laughs> to close things out. Get a man that will do something for you that's actually needed. That, those are the words of wisdom. So we, we always, <laughs> we're going to close things out with words of wisdom. And those are the words, right? There. You, know, you want those to be the words? I have some other words. But. <laughs> no, we have other words. But, but those, those are the words, too. Okay, so do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Of my words of wisdom? Yes. So my words of wisdom for today. We, these are posts that we found online, okay? <laughs> I'm not negotiating my value with anyone. I'm worth it, been worth it, will forever be worth it. Period. Period. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Um, well, actually, I'm going to say mine. So, <laughs> so I keep talking about how it's so important to be loved well. Um, and so this resonated with me, okay? It says, being loved is the minimum. Make sure you are being respected, prioritized, supported, desired, and understood. And that's it, folks. Thank you so much for watching yeah. episode two, two or whatever this is of, <laughs> of the Wealthy Women podcast. I am so happy that we have this podcast thank you so much for watching if you made it this far yes we really appreciate you yes because we would not be here without you without well, we you would, but, you know I mean, we yeah, love we'd just be talking to ourselves yeah so <laughs> and we're looking crazy right but it's fine yeah all right guys see you next week bye